I'm Jennifer McTritus, Chair of the Diversity and Inclusion Committee. Tune in to 88.5 FM and WMNF.org to hear interviews with our volunteer programmers, music you won't hear anywhere else, and informative news. Our Diversity and Inclusion Committee is excited to connect with organizations and individuals that support our local area. Thank you for keeping our community strong, and we want to help you make a difference. Let's do this together by emailing diversity at WMNF.org. The thrill is anything but gone. The Suncoast Blues Society will celebrate their 25th anniversary this year, and WMNF is joining in the fun. Friday, May 20th, WMNF and the Suncoast Blue Society team up to bring the Jimmies to Skipper Smokehouse for this milestone event. For tickets, go to WMNF.org. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are a very special show. We bring a live band into our live studio live live every week. Did I say live enough? I think I said it enough. That's fine. This week, we have Blake Daniels, the handsome, the tall, the striped shirt wearing Blake Daniels. I like that Telecaster, Blake. Thank you. Thank That's you. very pretty. Blake brought in his full band today of all stars. Like, seriously, it's kind of crazy. I'm a little starstruck, frankly, knowing some of the names in this room right now. Can't wait to get to know everybody. Uh, Blake, tell me real quick, if you could sum up your music in one sentence what would you say it is one sentence um i'd say kind of like art folk rock art folk rock art folk rock i love it yeah that's what i'm gonna go with so blake's gonna share some of his music we're gonna dig into some of the uh inner workings of his music because frankly i, I you know the way that you write i've been listening to your music all week um, I always love when we have songwriters in here that are very intentional with their writing, that are very thoughtful and careful and maybe a little bit of overthinkers. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. There it is. So we're going to dive into that a little bit in today's episode. So stick around. Uh, Blake, let's hear your first song. Let's All do right. it. This one is called On and On, and uh, it's the opening track of uh, my latest record called Break the Cycle.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase. Blake Daniels here in studio with us today. That's a cool song, guys. Thank you, man. Who wrote that song? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a sneaking suspicion. So when you when you write, um, are you the type of writer that has like a, a full vision of the song in their head when you when you go to the band or when you you know when you go to rehearsal, or is it more? You know, you get the bones, and then you go to the band, you kind of work it out. I usually have a pretty full idea of kind of what I want the final thing to look like. In my process, I usually will kind of make home demos. Like, I'll do a lot of home recording and home demos. And um, I'll kind of, you know, get a guitar part and then kind of figure out what the rhythm roughly will sound like with bass and just kind of where the rhythm hits are, and then kind of build a demo up from there. And then kind of just usually kind of record a whole demo and then kind of bring it to, to, to my friends in the band and then sure. we'll play it live in that sense. Sure. So how long have you been playing? I've been playing, I started playing guitar when I was 13, um, but I've been writing songs since I was like 15 probably or so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I played in some bands around St. Pete way back in the day. Right. And you're like 45 now. I'm so 45 now. Yeah, so clearly. I mean, well, coming on. 45, yeah, 50, 55. Or so. <laughs> sure. No, really, how old are you, though? Uh, 31. You're 31, yeah. okay. Good head of hair for 31. Thank you. Son of a gun. Uh, so, no, um, I always think that's interesting, though, because typically, maybe not typically, but, but sometimes when, when, a, when a songwriter has that vision, uh, especially before you get to the level where people believe in it, you know, they, when, they, when, when you're just kind of getting going, and it's hard to get people to to buy it right off the bat, even if they like it. You know, the pros are always going to be skeptical of whatever you're doing. How do you make, maybe not make, but how do you inspire your band to believe in your music? And maybe that's a question for the bandmates. Yeah, maybe so. I'm curious, frankly. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they're they're all friends of mine, you know, and um, and we play in each other's projects too. And I think that's one of the things. You know, it's like, you know, you kind of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Um, you know, anyone needs me for a project, I'm there. Um, but I think everyone just kind of digs the music and is having a fun time kind of thing. I see nodding going on in the room. I like it. Let's see the drummer. Is the drummer nodding? He's got a thumbs up. I love it. That's great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, JT Brown is one of the people here in this room today. If you know JT Brown in the uh, local music scene here, uh, JT's kind of infamous, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Somewhat famous, infamous. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a pro um, through and through. JT Brown is is uh, a local legend. Would you use that word? I would. That would never come out of my mouth. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Humble too. I like it. But JT, like when you first came across Mr. Blake, uh, what did you think of him? I saw him years ago in Ybor City. I think for Heat Wave or something. I don't know something they were doing. Yeah, um, he was a. It's probably five years. Five years ago, Wigfest yeah. maybe. Maybe Wigfest was a Wigfest. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought he was a little green as a performer. He's sure. come a long way. He's very. He's pretty polished up now. Yeah. But uh, I could tell that he was a great writer. I could just, for my taste. Yeah. Um, has a great sense of melody. Um, unique, in his approach to chord structuring and things like that. So. Yeah. As a songwriter, I, I appreciate those things, and then I met him, and he asked if I wanted to play, and I was like, hell yeah, let's do that. I like it. That's yeah. awesome. Cool. Okay. So, um, I definitely want to get into what your plans are as a band, as an individual, as a songwriter. Uh, 31, 
31's a scary age for a songwriter. Yeah. Because it's every year after 30, it's like you start getting closer and closer, further away from the possibility of doing something much bigger, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. But uh, I want to talk about that. So before we do, though, let's go into the next song. Sure, sure. Let's do it. So this next one's called uh, Marlon Brando, and uh, this is another off uh, my most recent release called uh, Break the Cycle.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We do have a live stream going right now on our Facebook page, WMNF's Live Music Showcase. If you're a Facebooker, go look us up. You can follow along, you can follow the page, and you can get notifications for every time we go live and do this live stream, which is pretty much every week. So if you're watching the live stream right now, Thank you. Thank you very much. I do appreciate you. We do have a few people that are watching right now actually leaving some comments. Uh, let's see. Uh, Terry says, love this song. Katarina says, Brando, my favorite tune off the new record. Toby Sapp says, I'm hooked. So good job, guys. Uh, mediocre uh, reviews so far. Cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Katarina is, is actually a, a host here at uh, WMNF. So thank you uh, for tuning in, Katarina. Appreciate that. And if you're watching right now, hit that share button. Share it with your following, too. We need as many people as we can get, by far. So um, as far as the plans for the future, what is Blake Daniels trying to accomplish with his music? So I mainly, um, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, just make the best music that I can, you know, and hopefully touch some people with it or, you know... Um, yeah, you know, make some effective art, you know. Um, but uh, so I'm, you know, I'm still kind of in the baby stages of like a career. Um, so I just came out with my first debut record. Um, I'm working on the second one. Um, but yeah, I mean, mainly just to kind of get it out there and hopefully get some attention and yeah, hopefully get make something that people enjoy and have it grow organically. Um, you know, that's yeah. So you said you started writing music when you were like 15, right? Is that mm -hmm, what you said? Mm-hmm. Uh, fifteen. That's a that's a pretty important age, uh, especially for young men. Um, what was the reason that made you want to start writing music? I think it was just because I was just really into music. I yeah. just love, you know, I just always been a huge music fan, and and I I thought it'd be cool, you know. To, to can have, I take a guess at one of your influences? Yeah. Cat Stevens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it in your writing for Big sure, time. even in your tonality too. Because when we're young singers, we often emulate the ones that we love. Yeah, and somehow, some way, that over time just kind of grows into our natural tone as well. So mm -hmm. it's good. So that's uh, it's definitely a good person to take uh, influence from. So when you were fifteen, were you like, "I'm going to do this for real"? I'm I'm going to be a star, or was it like, "I'm just going to do this for fun"? And it kind of started to grow. What was it like for you? Yeah, I think that when I was younger, it was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I want to be a star, I yeah, be a rock star." And then, and then, kind of like late teens, early twenties, I, you know, I think I kind of got like too tied into that, you know, and. um you know, if you tie that too much to your identity and if it's not going well, then you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm not doing well kind of thing. So I went through a stage of that. Sure. And then um, for, yeah, a lot of my early 20s and then I've kind of come back now um, the past few years trying to be like, okay, now I can do it and not, you know, be all... Past few years, what do you think inspired you to kind of like light that fire? Um, I don't know. I just, I'd still been doing it. I'd still always been doing it and writing and recording songs and still just really into music in general. And, um, you know, I think I just, I think it was just an age thing where I got to an age where I was like, you know, I don't care as much as, you know, the, what other people think of it or this or that, you know, and kind of like, I'm going to do this and make it the way I like it and just put it out there and you know, that sort of thing. Did you struggle with that concept of like making yourself happy versus making the world happy with your music yeah because that's such a that's a tough 
line to walk. That's a tough choice to make. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I now I kind of have come to the my personal view on it is that if I'm writing something, uh, anything that's like what else? What will other people think of this? Clouds my clouds my process, I guess. So I try to just interesting really dial into what do I like and try to eliminate some of those. And that's kind of my process, I guess. Okay. Okay. So I actually love that answer um, because it speaks to authenticity. And in artistry, that authenticity is, I think, one of the most important elements as a songwriter, as, as an artist in general. Yeah, there there has to be a commitment to it in one form or another. I agree. And even if that commitment is to making stuff that is, you know, maybe commercially viable, quote unquote, if the goal is still to move people and to affect people in an emotional way, yeah, if that's the core, and you work outward from that. I think that that's a good roadmap to success. Yeah, I think it gives it like the weight that'll hold it down. Exactly. You know, um, starting with that, you know, something, a piece of whatever the artist is, if right? It's art or music or whatever. If you get a little piece of you in there, it'll that'll keep the weight down. That's my artistic pretentious thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call that pretentious at all, but pretension is a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. But I am curious if you ran into twenty-year-old you, if you were walking down the street and you ran into twenty-year-old you. What would you tell twenty-year-old you? Well, if you had if you had two things to tell twenty-year-old you, what would you stop him and grab him and tell him? Two things. Um, yeah, uh, I'd probably say you know to yeah to not worry so much about I mean, with when it comes to art to not worry about so much about what other people think of it and to try to go your own way and to um, you know kind of I'd probably be like get off your butt and work more and write more and <laughs> put more records out. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. good. Well, on that note, let's hear some of those uh let's hear some more of those tracks. All right. So yeah, this one uh so um later we're going to be playing a uh, a show um at Ella's mm-hmm. um Americana Folk Art Cafe in Tampa. Um and uh this next song I'm about to play is called Some Blues and uh uh, I was privileged to work with a director named Will Shanahan who directed a music video for this song, um, did an excellent job, and that is going to be coming out uh, today, and um, and we're going to be doing a show in, in promotion of that, and um, yeah, and then it's going to be up on the internet for uh, listeners to watch. Love it. Okay. You're still listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We're here every Friday at 2 p.m. We hope you are, too. Go ahead and leave us a comment in the live stream, WMNF's Live Music Showcase on Facebook. If you're watching right now, I can see we're already, we're still getting some more comments, too. I'm definitely going to uh, bring those up in a minute just because one of them is Ray Roa, who is uh, the head honcho over there at Creative hey, Loafing. Ray. So thanks for, watching. thanks for watching, Ray. Really appreciate it. Nice. All right, this one's called Sun Blues. <clears throat> Tried to outrun You don't get far when you're what you're running from 
Maybe when I die, my sins will be forgiven. Well, I'm only 29, but barely 11. After all, what could be so different? Just another way to hide from my life. But I was changed ever after. Born and raised in its fiery light. Though my pain turned to laughter, I was in a prison to my own delight. Well, I'd like to be your only man, but I wear this affliction like a wedding band. As the point you're trying to understand, it's just another way to hide, and it's my right. Sway, I fear I'm lost to float away Doesn't matter what you thought the cost of being full and feeling lost And the cost is everything you know Cost me every last dollar and dram And like a slave to its master I was guided by its violent hands Well, don't look to me Falling faster Every step it takes Seems to lead to disaster If I finally get what I'm after It's just another way to hide from my life You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I love it. Haunting. Solid. Haunting. Thank you. Beautiful. Love the harmonies. I'm a big sucker for harmonies, man. That's probably one of the quickest ways to give me a leg band. Yeah. <laughs> they get on stage and you start hearing two and three part harmonies. That's, that's, that's awesome. It's yeah, gorgeous. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. So in terms of composing harmonies, that can be challenging at times. Heard a lot of thirds, heard a few fifths, Yep. heard a few fourths here and there whatsoever. So, yes. Yeah. On the recording, I wound up doing a third above and, yeah. then, and then the fifth I brought below. But yeah. live, we kind of stack them up. But JT is just an excellent harmonizer. So he kind of just, I let him, you know, he just does his own thing and it sounds great. I mean, yeah, it sounds great. It sounds really, really great. So um, when it comes to, so we were kind of talking about like, you know, getting, being professional, getting like getting the ball rolling, so to speak. What do you have planned for the next few years as far as your career, as we were talking about? Mm -hmm. I don't even want to do the air quotes. Your career yeah, and your releases and your, your hopes. What are you hoping to accomplish? So um, I'm hoping to... Uh, well, I'm working on a new record right now, um, and that's going to be called Wild Thunder. Um, and so that that's kind of my next project. Um, but yeah, getting that together and, and really getting some music videos, getting more music videos, and just trying to put out as much good content as I can. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I've got kind of my philosophy is that if I put out as much, or, you know, that try to focus on putting out the best content you can. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, that's the, the main thing that's in your control. So um, doing that and just trying to play shows around town, um, keep doing stuff like this and, and promote it. Um, and that's, that's kind of my plan, I guess, to keep making records and just kind of keep doing this. Do you think you're going to do any touring anytime soon? Or 
Yeah, we're looking at maybe possibly doing like a small tour in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like a run up to Nashville, but um, sure. that's kind of in the works. I, I think we're still kind of in the building of our fan base kind of thing right now. Absolutely. So I think once we, get, you know, hopefully, um, yeah, once we, you know, get some people um, interested and if we can build a fan base, we'll kind of keep going from there. So that's, the plan. So that's a great point. So focusing on, I'm here, this is the two things I just heard. Yeah. I heard uh, building as much content as we can. And it sounds like video, like visual content as well as audio content, mm-hmm. and focusing on building your fan base, kind of using that content. Is that accurate? Yes. As well as live shows and and every other promotional tool at your at your disposal. So, w- what made you focus on doing videos, for example? This is not a criticism. I'm genuinely just curious. No, for sure. Um, so I've always just liked music videos and watching music videos, sure. especially like really cool and interesting mm-hmm. artistic ones. And then, um, like I said, we've got this new video coming out for Sun Blues, and that was, you know, the, the director Will um, is a very experienced director and filmmaker, and he has a great body of work. So, um, no, that was a, a really special process to get that, um, and you know having that out and just getting more videos and i think that videos also help with getting exposure and getting people exposed to the music as well exactly yeah yeah and that that's honestly what i wanted to to let the listeners hear because you know in this in the year 2022 it's very difficult it's not impossible but it's very difficult i think to be an artist who just focuses entirely on the production of the music you know writing the music recording the music and then that's it how many guys do you know that are like, I'm going to spend 10 grand recording an album, and then they, they don't promote it? I know. You know. Or they do promote it, but they promote it in a more traditional way that doesn't involve as much visual media. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you've got this great, great, beautiful product, and you've got this whole world out there that's dying to hear it, and they don't know it. And it's because they don't have the way to consume it that they're used to consuming these yeah. kinds of things. No, understood. Yeah. I mean, that's like with Break the Cycle... You know, I kind of view that as like my debut record in a way. So I kind of yeah. I finished it and then I kind of, I didn't do a big kind of traditional like videos. Everything's coming out at once. I sure. kind of rolled it out slowly because I was like, well, I don't have, you know, a big following yet or anything like that. Um, and, you know, but with this next record, that is certainly my intention is to kind of build the anticipation. and that. Yeah, do some, some teasers and stuff like that. And, and yeah. Well, speaking of promotion... Uh, Ray Roa actually put in, in in the comments on the live stream. He said, got some info on his Some Blues video and the show here. Happy to see Blake finally drop that debut over the summer. And he put a link to it in the Creative Loafing website. Oh, thanks, Ray. So that's pretty cool. That's yeah. great. Good to have that guy in your corner. Oh, yeah. Very no, cool. he's great, yeah. So uh, with that in mind, I'd love to hear your next tune. All right, so the next one is called Fly Away, and it is also off of um, Break the Cycle. We'll do a little instrument switch. Beauty. Yeah, so while you're doing that, we'll just remind all the uh, listeners, there are a number of ways you can listen to this show. You can listen to it on your radio. You can listen to it live at WMNF.org because this show and every other show on WMNF actually gets streamed to our website. So you can go to WMNF.org, and you can even find the w- the Live Music Showcase page there on the website as well. You find out all the information about the show, find some past episodes, and our archive as well. You can also hear this show in podcast form, wherever you get your normal podcast, all you have to do is search Live Music Showcase. That's it. It's easy, and it's anytime, anywhere. You can listen to this show anytime, anywhere, at your, at your leisure, at your pleasure. All right. So, let's hear it. All right. This song is called I'll Fly Away. One, two, one. <laughs> 
This is Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Blake Daniels and the Blake Daniels Band. They're going to be playing a show at Ella's American Folk Art Cafe. Man, I love Ella's. I love that place. The food. Oh, my gosh. This isn't a plug. They haven't paid us. And uh, you can go there if you want to, but it's... it's I used to live right on that block, actually, where Ella's is. I used okay. to live right in the neighborhood there, the Seminole Heights neighborhood, that cool, artsy... Uh, somewhat hipstified uh, environment. It's very cool. Um, tell me when that show is again. So that's going to be tonight. Uh, yep. Show is starting at 7. It's going to run from 7 to 10, 10.30. And JT Brown is actually going to be opening open up with a, a, a short opening set around 7.30. Wow. So we've got that. And then, um, and then we'll be screening the new Sun Blues music video around 8.15 to 8.30. And then uh, we'll be doing a full hour-long set. Love it. And we'll be playing uh, a couple new... We'll be playing about four new songs from the upcoming record as well. So we'll be debuting a few new ones. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So just based on... This is the first time we've really had a chance to interact much. Um, I tried to come to one of your shows at Hooch and Hive. I came too late. You were already done. Uh, that's my fault. That's not your fault. <laughs> but um, your demeanor is very relaxed and confident and uh calm you're a very calm person yeah yeah sometimes i was just I, I was so just I'm a, yeah i'm curious what, what true what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the band's probably all laughing so it's usually so, pretty neurotic <laughs> that's so that's why i was gonna say so like when it comes to that songwriter that we i have the vision in my head and getting it out into the world 
And sometimes the vision in our head doesn't make sense in the real world, so you have to like rework it, but you want to make sure you don't lose the essence of it, and it's this big juggling act. Yes. That can be frustrating. Yes. Uh, this is actually more of a question to the bandmates than it is to Blake. Uh, is Blake a good band leader, you guys? Is he, ki- is he kind to you? Is he sweet? Yeah, oh yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't drive you too hard? Yeah? No, it's very democratic. Honestly. Democratic, really? Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll make a final call if something's, you know, if he's got conviction about a certain dynamic or part, but yeah, I'd say it's pretty democratic, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Like a Especially real with, democracy? Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the new songs. You know, some, some, some stuff, it's like already recorded and then this and that, but I feel like we kind of just get together and jam and have fun and yeah. everyone kind of grooves. What gets Blake Daniels riled up? Um... Oh, like excited music-wise, passionate, no, inspired. Angry. Oh, angry. What makes Blake Daniels angry? Uh, Anything? You much? Know, I'm not. I don't get very angry. The stock market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Dow is down. Uh, Dang it, Blake. <laughs> no. Um. You know. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I I get. You got a pretty long my usual fuse. Neuro- yeah, I got a pretty long fuse, I guess. But yeah. You know, just yeah, normal stuff, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I always find it, you know. Especially being on stage, it's nerve-wracking. Being in this environment is nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Um, and that often shortens one's fuse. But if you're the type of person, are you the type of person that you, at the shows, you keep your cool, you're, you're level-headed? Or? I've gotten better. I've gotten a lot better. Okay. I used to get a lot worse, you know, a, a little more anxiety and stage fright. But I've gotten a lot better on, on the, I think I've gotten better at the live shows. Um, and then afterwards, trying to make sure not to kind of do this post-mortem, you know, of yeah. like, oh, did I do that wrong? Oh, did I do that? hypercritical? Yeah, again, okay. hypercritical, um, you know, definitely that type of personality. But um, after the show, I was trying to avoid that and and not go down that rabbit hole of like, what could I have done differently? What could I have done this and that? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because there, there's another one that has a fine line to walk because that criticism, that self-criticism and that self-awareness is important to improving. But, yeah. but... Yeah, you're right. It's destructive if you go f- too far down that rabbit hole. Yeah, so. there's a balancing act there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when you were younger, not current Blake, younger Blake, you said you've gotten a lot better at it. What mm-hmm. would you say is like an example of of a time at a show where you kind of lost your cool? Um, I mean, I'd say you know up until pretty, I don't really lose my cool. I more so was just kind of like. Isolating. I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah, brooding. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm not like you know yelling like you should have played your part better. Yeah. No, no, no. It's more like I just kind of isolate or walk off. But um, no, I mean the last time that happened was probably a couple shows ago. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting a little more comfortable on stage, getting back into the swing of it. Good. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Well, in that uh, (laughs) in that vein. I'd love to hear your next song. All right, so this is uh, this is actually a brand new song. Uh, we're debuting it here first, and uh, uh, yeah, it's the title track for the upcoming record, which is going to be called Wild Thunder. Um, that should be out at the end of this year, hopefully. Um, but uh, this song is also called Wild Thunder. Beautiful. All right, there we go. Here we go. Northbound, I come from all around I cross the Nagadoches by the plains Out of the road, black with a 
reflections like explosions in the sky We merely spoke a word before we left her in a ditch Nothing in her but a whisper and a pulmonary twitch She said, pneumonia stop and take her As we left her to the dust and the moonlight dripped upon the pines You're listening to Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Blake Daniels and the Blake Daniels Band. Cool song. Thank you. I like the uh, 90 degree turn it makes. Yeah. Very cool. Stops on a dime. Hits that. That's, that's such a creatively courageous decision to make as a songwriter. And I mean that as a compliment and only as a compliment. Thank you. Because frankly, in today's day and age, there isn't, I think, enough courage in the way that music is composed and because of that we don't get the privilege of hearing unique artistic uh music that pushes the limitations of what is acceptable to the common ear for songwriting sure yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah no i was i, I that was another when i was in high school i was into a Probably a lot more like post-punk and like kind of more experimental or art rock or sure modest mouth old modest mouth talking sure. heads and stuff that did some of that weird stuff so i always felt like oh that's that's i love that I stuff yeah, yeah and i kind of now that i've gotten a little more conventional still kind of keep a little bit of that i guess yeah definitely and i mean that's the way it goes right you your your style evolves over time and fighting that i think ends up being one of the things that causes things like writer's block yeah because it just starts to not feel natural to write a certain way anymore. Yeah. But, but that way was the way you knew. 
Yeah, if you're not excited, if, if you're, you're not excited, excited then, mm-hmm. you know. This. So I was going to add, that's what I wanted to know. So when you're writing your music, and it is unique, and it is your music, through and through, clearly, Thanks. clear as day. When you first start an idea, when you get that first little bit of inspiration, how do you know, for you, that that's going to be a song? It's usually that feeling of excitement, yeah. you know. It's like I'll like write a little guitar riff, and then it's just like I kind of get like a little kid, and I'm just you know, Ooh. yeah, like oh, yeah, man, you know, I just really like it, you uh-huh. know. And then, um, and then I'll try to follow that thread down. But then sometimes I get you run into a dead end, yeah, and then you got to scrap it, yeah, and that sucks. But um, you know, but yeah, I'd say you know just. I watched a great video with Elliot Smith where he was talking about songwriting and he was talking about writing like with shapes, you know? Yeah. And, you know, but like writing that on the guitar, that's like it's still the kind of way I do it is like, you know, write on the guitar and mm-hmm. then if I get really excited about that and I hear a melody, then I just kind of get really, you know, juiced up. And, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and then through that process, this is actually a question that um, I asked Alt-J when they were here a month ago because their, their writing is extremely thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Every note, every word, every syllable, every tone, everything is extremely like in its right place. Mm-hmm. And you hear that in the, in the recordings, right? Yeah. And honestly, I hear a similar quality in your music as well. So how do you, so I'll ask you the same question I asked them. How do you, in the recording process, because that's really where you know all of the ingredients get added and, and it's going in the oven and it's going to be a cake or it's going to be mush. Yeah. How do you decide what's going in at that point and then how do you get from point a which is writing just the beginnings of the song to point b which is it's done it's recorded it's being released yeah how do you not get caught up in your own head through that process i mean i I can't say that i don't get caught up in my own head in that process yeah because you know when i was doing break the cycle which was kind of the first one where i was like all right i'm gonna really devote my time and and make something that i no matter how long it takes, no matter what it costs, I'm going to try to do something that at least I feel really good about start to finish, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, mainly just trial and error, I guess, you know? Because then there was all sorts of times where I was like, ah, oh, the drum part's not working. I'm going to have to re-record the whole song, you know? And that's what it took for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Because sometimes you make those concessions. Yeah. And suddenly you get done with it. And it's not the song you thought it was going to be. Because you can't keep going forever, right. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You could add little things to it for eternity. Right. You know. Right. But you Well, know. Um, so we're, we're coming up to the end of the show. It flew by like it always does. I want to remind the, the listeners and the viewers who are watching the live stream, uh, we are here every Friday, 2 o'clock, 2.06, technically speaking. And uh, if you want to listen to us any way you can listen to us, uh, you can listen to us on FM radio on 88.5 FM. You can listen to us at WMNF.org. You can listen to us in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Live Music Showcase. New episodes drop every Friday evening. You can watch us on YouTube. You can search Live Music Showcase on YouTube. And of course, the Facebook live stream. We're also on Instagram. There's a litany. There's a whole bunch. All you really have to do is go to WMNF.org and look up Live Music Showcase to find our entire 
you know, all the different ways you can listen to the show. So real quick, I'll just mention a couple more comments from the live stream here. Ben Italis says, love the emphasis on music video content. People are consuming music in visual mediums more now than ever. And Ben would know because he's a video professional. He knows all about that stuff. Uh, and then also uh, we have Ray says, great tunes. Ben says, killer song, cranked in the car. I think it was the, uh, the last song we were hearing. And then Brian Kelly says, really like the variety in the new song, Father of the Drummer. That's your dad. <laughs> so there you go. Um, on this show, this show is very special because we have a whole crew of people that make this entire show happen. We have audio engineers. We have video professionals. We have camera technicians. We have social media people. It's, it's a big task done by a bunch of people. So I want to give a shout out to all of the different people that are on the show. Mark Perfetti, Sound Mixer Mark, is our audio engineer. Bob Hoke is our video director. Richard Stone is the post-video production. Marcy Connors and Ed Lehman are our camera operators. Micaiah Caldwell is our board op. Pam Robinson is our audio assistant. And in for Chandler Collada on the uh, photography is uh, is Haley. Thank you so much, Haley. And uh, did I miss anyone? I think I got everyone. Yeah, that's everyone. There we go. Cool. Perfect. So I think that it's about that time. Before you take us out with the song, give us a last word. Tell if you have fans out there. Pretend your fans are all one person right now. What's one thing you would tell to your fans? You would say to your fans. I would just say thanks for listening, and I'm really happy you enjoy it. Love it. Well, go ahead and take us out. Oh, and by the way, stick around because the Rhythm Revival is coming up next here on WMNF. Rhythm Revival is a great show, really great show. Uh, Reverend Billy uh, runs that thing over there, and it's a great deep dive into some of the classic tunes, legendary tunes, legendary performers, and uh, what makes them tick, really. So the Rhythm Revival coming up next here on WMNF. All right, guys, we'll take us out with that final song. Thank you so much for being here, Blake Daniels. Thank you for having us. This song is called Lullaby, and uh, it's another one off uh, Break the Cycle.
another Tell me there's nothing to say 